0: What's going on, everybody? We're back with the Real Bodybuilding Podcast. This is episode number 56, and I'm here with Mr. Sampson. Dowda. Is that how you pronounce it? Dowda,
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, got it first time.
0: <laughs> um,
1: it. All the versions of that I've heard on stage and everything else is, oh, man. It's
0: <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I, I got, my name's been butchered like a million times, so <laughs> I know how it feels. Um, listen, I've been watching you for a couple years now, and uh, your physique is incredible, and I oh, think it's. So
2: I actually so think
0: much. I actually think you're more uh, one of the underrated bodybuilders in the league. That I think once, I think once people get to notice you more, I think you're gonna start to really explode on the scene. But um, I want to go back before we get into your current situation. I want to go back a little bit yeah. and just give people a little bit of history of who you are. So, where yeah. did you turn pro?
1: I turned pro in a Diamond Cup in Italy. Okay. you know and that's just a week after obviously I know you know James Hollinshead yep. basically a week after coming second just missing out on pro card and losing to him yeah. for his pro British and a week later basically I went off to Italy and I won my pro card there okay so that was in back in 2017.
0: okay so what was your first pro show?
1: first pro show was EVLS Prague in
0: 2018
1: yeah just it was weeks after the Olympia that's the year won it. won it Nathan was second so Did it you... was basically that sorry go ahead yeah. Yeah, so that, that basically was that. Basically, show that was my first show of the year. So, I think kind of like get to get to the feeling of what it's like to standing next to the big boys and what it's actually true like. And basically, we picked that show because we knew most of them guys will come up the Olympia stage
2: mm-hmm. and they'll
1: do that. So it was kind of like a real guess for you to stand next to them guys and really first time see okay, where exactly how how big is the gap that you got to work towards. So we basically yeah. picked that show to do that in Europe.
0: I think so, it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you did that because a lot of guys will wait. To see to try and catch up and one of the things i did when i first turned pro and i don't really count it on my record but i turned pro uh in 06 and a week later it was the atlantic city pro and i didn't want to yeah. do it i was like i'm gonna wait because you know it's a week later i'm like i'm not ready for this but uh yeah. Ch- chad nichols was coaching me at the time and chad was like go do it and i got the same yeah. experience you did i'd go to stand next yeah. to the guys and see how much bigger they were and so when you first yeah. when you got that experience next to Rolly of all people Oh, how does that? Yeah. How, how does that feel? Like, how big were you at that time? What were you weighing?
1: Uh, I was weighing. I was about what two? About two? What was it? Oh, I can't remember. I think I was about two sixty or just a bit less at that point. I know I do because I weigh oh. more in kilos than pounds, so I'm a bit thinking about. How, t- it. how tall are but, you? I'm six foot.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're definitely a bigger guy. So
1: yeah. So two sixty.
0: So, how would you feel there?
1: Yeah. Oh man, I felt completely outdone. You know. I mean. It was like, okay, you know you've seen the photos, you've seen the videos, you watched the Olympics, you know what them guys are like. You you can, you know, but it's a completely different level seen in the flesh. Yeah. You know, we were backstage and you know, come in there, we you know, I'm I'm coming in like pretty much like a fanboy, you know, thinking, okay, man, it's rolling, <laughs> man, he's rolling. He walks in and we were like, okay. Guys, all right, let's get, um, because my girlfriend, she preps me and she's kind of always been backstage with me in shows. And we're backstage, every time we go on shows, she's trying to hype me up, with moment like, you got this, come on, you know you can take it, let's go. Yeah. Like, so we're backstage, and, we and she looks at me and she goes, you know, I'd like to tell you that kind of things. like, yeah, you got this, but I just see him. And um, yeah, let's just let's just do your best, do your best. Yeah. You know? And I looked at I was like, you know what, I'm not even going to say nothing. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, I get it, I yeah. get it. So it really kind of opened my eyes to that. And. I remember we were on stage, and then they did the first call out and they called out Rowley, they called out Nathan, they called who's Lucas Ozdell, and another Czech guy. His name is Pavel, yeah. and I was standing right by the side, and I was watching them pose from the back. Yeah. And the amount of muscle density I saw from that point, my jaw dropped. I was just yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And from that point, I'm looking, I'm thinking, I want to do whatever it takes to get that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I, it was it was like you know it was like a shock for me, and at the same time. It was like a wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's I, funny.
0: I it's funny you say that. I had the exact same experience. It's like yeah. you. It's like you think you know how big they are, and you yep. think you. You think you kind of have an idea, and then you see it in real life, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
1: the funny thing is, you're. <laughs>
0: the funny thing is, you're saying that at 260 pounds, and you're still it's still like completely
1: out of class you know and the thing you got to think from outside look when I started bodybuilding I started bodybuilding in 2014 okay and basically when I did my first show basically the generation iron dvd just came out okay and that was the first time I actually watched a bodybuilding like dvd segment like that yeah and guess who was in it roly was in it oh shit uh, exactly so for me I was doing my first amateur show Mm -hmm. And I'm watching the, because I remember the day of the show, I was watching, that's when the DVD came out, the day of the show. So I was getting my girl in her place and she was, we were watching this. Yeah. the morning before we went to the show that evening. And I'm completely loving this. I'm looking at him thinking, wow, how yeah. amazing. I would love to watch these guys. Look at that. I would love to be at that level one day, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So now, and then 2018, I'm on stage, and I'm seeing Roly standing next to roly So you can imagine what that does yeah. to your mind.
2: Like, yeah, yeah. You
1: just, I'm, and it's almost like, people say, OK, you're a fan, but don't, you got to be cool and everything. But at that point, my head, I'm thinking, yeah. I was just watching you on DVD four years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I'm standing here looking at him now going, what This is not even like, it's just, it's yeah. hard to take in. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. at that moment, you know, people get, oh, you know, they get fit this way. But at that moment, I'm just, I, I got this big grin on my face. I'm thinking, this is unbelievable. I'm loving yeah. this moment, you know. Yeah. It's really, this is inspiring to me. This really yeah. is kind of powerful. So yeah. we kind of like, so when we were in that production, we did, we seen these guys face to face for the first time.
2: Mm.
1: It was like, it was a shock and it was like a, it, it was a knock kind of thing like, whoa, okay. Oh, yeah. that's the that's yeah. next level right there. Yeah. But at the same time, all he did, he made me more hungry. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, okay, look, four years I'm here. Okay, yeah. give me another four years. Okay, yeah. on, give me another four years. I'm hungry enough to say. So yeah. it was kind of, you kind of got that from it. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, it was my first pro show. And, you know, I came fifth at Prague that year. And I was thinking, wow, you know, and I remember seeing Sean Rodin. He was at that show. And he came to talk to me. And he's kind of saying to me, man, your first pro show, you, you came fifth. And you got a check. And he goes, man, you do something to That's be proud true. of. Yeah. And, you know, and I kind of, he kind of, yeah, he kind of gives you that expression. You know what? Yeah, okay. You know, I'm yeah. happy about this. I've seen what is there yeah. and what's capable, and what's possible, and it really did kind of make me feel like, yeah, I want to go back to work okay. and actually get that done, You know.
0: But I want, to, I want to go back a minute. So you started bodybuilding in 2014. Yeah. How old are you? First
1: ever coach. I was 29 when I did mine. I'm 34 now.
0: Oh shit! You started late.
1: Oh yeah, I was a late. I was a very late dude. I mean, I was always, I was always into sport. And I was, always, I was always a skinny guy. I mean, yeah. But before I started at the gym, I yeah. was basically what, an, Seven seven kilos, which is I think it was a hundred and I can't remember I'm really bad at converting seven seventy
0: seventy kilos is about hundred and fifty five pounds, hundred sixty pounds.
1: Yeah, and that yeah. basically that's where I was when yeah. I first even went to the gym. And that was back in I wow. was back in twenty twelve. Wow. That's so, a lot of weight to put on, man. <laughs> that, you know, so it was a really short time. And it's only when I started putting on weight, and I met my girl, she was like, You know when You go actually go a good shape on you. Do you ever, ever thought about doing bodybuilding? And I kind of thought like, nah, I don't think it's for me. Because then I was playing rugby then, okay. my club at home. So I was like, oh, I'm a rugby player. You know, this is, I'm the man's man sport. Ah, you know, i a big, what I'm And I'm thinking, I'm not going to go on stage in pants, man. Come on, man. That, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't, even, it doesn't even sound right. You it's know? not the Come same on, thing, you, you yeah. Know? Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. You know? So she kind of she kind of slowly kept on putting that message in my head. And I remember sometime I was at a rugby club and I, guys started noticing that I was looking a bit, like they started noticing difference. And they said to me like, bro, have you ever thought about actually you know, doing something, physique competition. Mm-hmm. And then for the first time I actually stopped and I actually thought about it and go, you know what, hell, they must see something if they keep saying it to me. Yeah, yeah. Let me look at what I can find. So basically, we just basically found a local show. That was towards the end of 2013. We found a local show for early 2014. I said, okay, you know what, for the first time, let me actually train like a bodybuilder and train fully like I want to do like to do this sport. Yeah. So I basically spoke to my girl at the time. She was more into it than I, I was. And she basically started, okay, you gotta do your research. She started introducing me to watch Dave Colombo, start watching all the, you know, the bodybuilding behind the flex magazine, start getting yep. into it that way. Yeah. And then I started watching all the history of bodybuilding in YouTube, backtracking all the past Mr. Olympias, all that. I started watching, I started kind of seeing the sport and I was like, Oh, okay, I get it. Now I, yeah. I, I kind of sort of getting into it.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the time came for us to do the show and I was doing like um it was a local show for first time as guys have never competed before. Yeah. So kind of Basically, <laughs> training for that show, it took me it took two months to train for, for the show.
2: Yeah,
1: I didn't diet. I just basically... <laughs> it, it was a long story because I kept on lying to my girl and said, I'm dieting when I wasn't... I didn't diet. And, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and she caught me one time eating pancakes when I was freaking like two weeks from a show and she uh, lost yeah. it. And I was like... Whoa. But basically, it was the first time I basically stepped up my training like, you know what? Really train. You know, yeah. don't you go yeah. up, Purpose, There's a reason for you to be in the gym. Yeah. So we kind of trained, we're in shape. i time show came up on stage, was that morning. And I won, the, I won the first timers, hands down. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is, I mean, you got to understand, the guy I was before we actually did that, mm-hmm. I'm the guy, I'm the opposite of everybody. I'm, I'm the guy that hides away a lot. I was very yeah. low confidence, you know. So the idea, I mean, prior to this, even when I was getting, putting muscle on, if we went to the beach or the pool, I wouldn't take my top off. Okay. I was one of them, like, really just kind of like, so when we were backstage and it was like, okay guys, get pumped up. And my girl was saying, okay, come on, let's get you all, let's get you going. And I, it took me 20 minutes to actually take my clothes off. Really? I was i was looking around like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know, there's loads of people there. Was it this? Whole? I'm like, I'm not ready for this, I'm not, not, not. She was trying to talk going, What are you doing? We gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, the outfit stripped off and everything, and go, go on yeah. stage. And I remember walking on stage at that moment, you know, getting all the feeling of that. As soon as I walked, a light just clicked in my head. I went on stage. And I was just like, it felt like, it felt natural. It just felt home to me. And then I came out of stage, she looked and going, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. She's like, you're walking around <laughs> like you only got in place. Who's it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So basically, we on the first time of the show. And then the promot- the guys are promoting the show saying, man, you look really good, kid. The bigger boys are coming in later tonight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you-, would you like to jump on stage with them? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of get a feel for it. I'm like, hey, I'm already here. Go ahead. Yeah, so yeah. a few hours later, we went with the open guys got on stage with them and everything else and I'm hearing people cheering and they're clapping and they're really going for it. I'm thinking, hmm, okay, came off stage and one of the guys came back, one of the guys I was watching the show going, Guy, I think you got this class, man. No and way. I'm thinking, I'm like, what do you mean? Are you seeing all these big guys? Are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I think you got this. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, What? Well. so we came in and they call, they call in the results and I'm yeah. standing there and they call in third place, fourth, second place and then they called me out for the winner, and I'm like, it just, like, at that moment, I'm like, that's it. I found a sport for me. I'm not doing anything else. This is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just click. From that point on, like, yeah. And you
0: didn't even, even
1: die. <laughs> <laughs> it was the craziest thing ever, you know? Yeah. So it really, it really kind of clicked for me from that point on, and I'm just like, okay, you know what? The idea for the first time, obviously coming from a team sport where if you play, if you play as a team, you can play yeah. your best game ever, but yeah. if the team don't do well together, you all lose. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So you come into a sport where now it's not individual effort, where if you train, you give it your all. The result is based on your outcome and yours alone. Yeah. It's not, there's, no, there's not a team, there's not, it's just you and yeah. your dedication that paid off. So for me, it was the first time being in a sport like that. And for me, it really kind of gelled with me. And I was like, okay, yeah. if I'm willing to put in 100% of the work, I don't, there's no yeah. other thing, outcome that can defer that. It's just all my effort. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. from that point on, I was completely hooked.
0: You know. you know what your uh story reminded me of so i dealt with a lot of anxiety in my 20s more more yeah. so like a social anxiety almost like a shyness um yep, yep. i don't know if that's what you dealt with or it was just nervousness or shyness or whatever but mm-hmm. your story reminded me of well, when i was dealing with my anxiety i used to read about it always helped me to read about other people i had anxiety and yeah. <clears throat> i don't know if you know who johnny carson is but johnny carson had a the late night I'm show here in, yeah. in, in america and um as popular as he was and as amazing he was on TV, as soon as the cameras went off, he would go to his dressing room by himself and he couldn't be around anybody else. Yeah. So when you're telling uh, me this, when right. you're telling me the story about going on stage and it just clicking, that's what it reminded me of. Cause yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way. Like I'm very introverted, but yeah. when, I, when I walk out, it just, Please. people are like, well, how are you on stage in your underwear, but you're shy? Yeah. And I'm like, I can't. I can't tell you actually, why I just, the lights are just, on I don't even see the people I just
1: do my thing yep right and it's, it's exactly that because even now I still have the same thing where yeah. if I'm on stage I could be on a thousand people and I'm like yeah I'm, I'm here let's do it as soon as I walk off stage yeah. and I'm around people yeah. I feel very uncomfortable yeah it just it just, <laughs> I, it just feels like I just feel nervous I feel like oh man it just feels very uncomfortable for me yeah, and it it, does, it kind of complete contrasts of two words. Like you don't understand, like how can you be there in your underwear on stage, yeah. but yet you can't be here right now. And it's it's a it's a really odd one, but yeah, I understand that.
0: One of the hardest things for me, you know, the weird thing was you'd be on stage, like at some of the smaller shows at the Arnold's and stuff in the Olympia. You don't yeah. it doesn't happen as much, but at the smaller shows, you'd be on stage, and then I mean I'm sure you've been there where you walk off stage, yeah. and now the crowd's there. And they all want yeah, sh- yeah. to shake your hand and they want to yeah. talk to you. It's, yeah. so, it's so weird that like a couple of the shows where I did really well, like my, I have two pro wins in both shows. I would walk off stage and everybody wants to gr- congratulate you. And my thought is like, I got to get out of here.
1: I got to get out. That's exactly <laughs> That's it. I want to be alone. I want to go back yeah. to my little hole and just stay in it quietly. It's yeah, exactly yeah. that. It's horrible. It's, I don't know it, if I'm it, gonna...
0: it's not It's not good for us, right? Because... people don't know that that's what's going through our mind. So Mm -hmm. like people may take it as, Oh, you're being rude or, Oh, you don't want. So I think it's important that like, we try and figure it out. We try and like deal with it, but that's always the, what kind of I was dealing with the exact same thing that you're talking about. So anyway, the, the other question that came to mind was, and I'm sure everybody who's listening to this is wondering, how did you go from 150 pounds to 260 pounds in like a couple of years? How's that,
1: how's that happened? It, it was, I mean, it was basically consistency to as much as I can put it. One, because I never had a coach. I have everything. I had to figure everything out myself. Me and my mm. girlfriend, we basically had to figure out everything out. The closest thing to a bodybuilder I knew was my friend Chris Jones. He owns a gym that was almost like an hour from my town. Yeah. And he was the only person I could speak to and look, ask them about questions and stuff like I didn't know, you know, I didn't even know that black guys needed a tan before they walked on stage. The <laughs> yeah. the show. I mean, you got to understand, like I, yeah. there was no, there was yeah, no yeah. Where I could get information. So it was a bit all new to me. So he was the only place I could get in. So we basically kind of like, we, we basically just learned. We were, you know, my girl, she reads a lot, she studies a lot. And that's her thing. Yeah. So as soon as we kind of seeing that, okay, this is what we want to do. We started studying. We started checking every information as we can. We started trial and error, failing some point of things, And where it was like, I literally, it was kind of mentality of, I never miss a training session. I never miss a meal. I never miss anything. Everything's always planned and is some point. Everything has always been scheduled, planned and is on point. Yeah. And we just kind of always followed that part of it. And then the more we kind of did it, the more we started figuring my body out and realized, okay, this works for you, this doesn't work for you. This works for you, that don't work for you. You can use this, but you can't use that. Give me and those things
0: Can you give me an example? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I just yeah. is there any yeah. can you give me an example of something easily that didn't maybe you tried and didn't work?
1: Yeah, but like trying to eat clean through the off season, like stay on clean meals like rice, chicken, breast and everything. If I do that alone, I just I just fade away. Really? Nothing happens. I just really fade away. Nothing. Okay. So we kind of realize, okay, same time likewise, if I try to eat all dirty and heavy food, I don't put any muscle, I don't grow at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, So yeah.
1: we kind of then figure out the system of okay, 90% of your meals has to be clean and very high in protein and everything else. The other 10% has to be junk.
0: With a little bit, yeah, know, yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. So that's how we kind of put the calories together and kind of start figuring that. Because one of the things we kind of realized with my one, I got such a great metabolism that I can eat anything. I never get bowel problems. I never get anything. I can eat anything I digest it probably without a problem. You okay. know, it could be the morning of a show, I'll have a big peek and I'll still walk on stage with abs all flat and everything. I'll be like, hey, great, let's go.
0: Really? Wow.
1: Never, don't have anything like yeah. that whatsoever. Never had it, yeah. you know. So we can't figure that out. what my girl basically figured out that okay, for me to make sure I never lose that ability, so doing the off-season she always varies my food a lot. So I never stick to just chicken breast and rice. I always uh, have. Okay. Is, that, um, is that
0: is is that theory? Sorry, to interrupt again. I just had to get yeah. these questions, and I'm sorry, but uh, no, is fine. is that is that her, is her theory behind that? Like your body won't become a uh, you won't develop any aller- allergens or
1: anything. To there any you go.
0: specific food.
1: There you go. Okay. So, you don't restrict, you don't, as long as you don't restrict your body to something, yeah. and you can always digest everything. So, yeah. in the middle of the prep, you know, of, um, when we have the cheap meal, I have the full on pizza ice cream, the whole lot to just get in. So, it's never kind of restricted. Even doing the meal, I have steak, fish, rice, um, sweet potatoes. She always mixes up my diet as much as possible. So, I'll never get in the point where I'm only having one thing for so many weeks. And then when I come to touch something else, it's almost like body is just completely in shock of, oh, it's completely not used to it.
0: Okay. One, so sec-, kind of- one sec. So in the, in the off season, I, I'm just, this is rare, This is all new yeah. to me. I haven't really heard anybody else talk about this. so I have a lot of questions. Yeah. So in the off season, let's say she's varying your food, right? Yeah. Let's say your calories are set at like, uh, let's say you're eating 5,000 calories a day, right? Just yeah. Hypoth- hypothetically. Yeah. yeah. When she's varying your food, is she trying to stay around that 5,000 calorie range or you guys don't count yeah. calories?
1: We, we don't, we don't, we don't specifically count calories, but we know roughly what the number is, because I'm hitting them about of 7,000, 5,000 to 7,000 calories a day. And we know full well that my meals, they don't, although they switch through the meals of the day, I mean, she does a lot of cooking, so I got to give her a hand for that. I'll have something like oats and eggs and shake in the morning for breakfast. And then i have sweet potato and steak for second meal. And then i have like pasta and and chicken or pasta and something else for third meal and mints and stuff like that. and what it is every single meal is changed even though it's the same meal every day
2: I got it but yeah. to that
1: day I'll have different source of protein different source of carbs yeah. so it's constantly you know I'm constantly trying having different sources of food from everything else
0: that's a great idea okay yeah that makes a lot of sense I wonder also too though if your digestion is really really good because you're still pretty fresh I mean it yeah. seems like you've only been bodybuilding for like five eight years yeah. it seems like so yeah. yeah. I mean but I, it, yeah. is a, it is a good theory. I wonder if that's part of the rest of our problem is that a lot of us stick to, you know, a certain couple foods and then we start to develop intolerances to these yeah. other things.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. because I think it's one thing she kind of figured out earlier on and she kind of kind of taught me that and kind of kept that to um, kind of very my, my immune system where I digest food and everything else. And she always kind of, the way she kind of does it is like, she never puts, even when we're kind of dieting hard, she would never restrict me to say, okay, right, you can't eat nothing now. It's just pure protein or from this source or pure carbs from this source and everything. We always kind to have to kind of vary that. Even though we bring out the calories down, we still have to vary where the sources of carbs come from, where the sources of protein comes from. So I'm never in that position where I'm lacking something that I normally that just in the I'm not getting now.
0: Interesting. So, um, so, we, so how, long, yeah. how long have you been with your girl? Cause she keeps coming up. So let's okay. discuss her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've been with her since, uh, we met in 2012. And we met in the gym. Like, we just met training in the gym and everything else. And we kind of went through that. And she was always in more into, like, obviously, the uh, fitness part. I think she used to go out with a bodybuilder before that. And she kind of knew more a lot because she was a fitness instructor and dietitian before we kind of met and everything else. So when she kind of had out talking about bodybuilding, she basically started shift her focus completely to studying the art of body and studying all that from every source she could find to get as much information as possible. Because she was getting, she was getting things and she was telling me about things, and I'm looking huh? at her, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she was saying, well, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta read this magazine, you gotta read that magazine, you gotta follow this person, you gotta watch this person. And I'm thinking, okay, shit, I just yeah. wanna lift weight. But with time, she kind of got in my head and she kind of taught me things, Like, okay, this is how it works, this is how everything kind of flows in. And it just kind of, it just kind of kind of, we just clicked that way. And even now, people kind of like, oh, what? we've we've trained every single training session from the moment we met, we've done it together. You know, we always, we're in the gym together, we're training together, we're doing everything. So together. And we just seen that it's a complete team effort. It's never been, you know, just oh, my hard work, she's sitting in the background telling me what to do. It's always like, she's always monitoring everything else. She's monitoring my diet and she's checking everything else and she's doing my training and everything like that. So she's always played a massive role in in the whole thing for me,
0: you know? Is it frustrating having your girlfriend? Is it girlfriend or wife? Are you married?
1: Oh girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Is
0: it uh, is it frustrating have your having your girlfriend as a coach? Like, do you ever want to freak out and be like, oh, man.
1: get out of, get we out of have, here. Man, <laughs> man, we have so much arguments. So <laughs> much arguments. Especially especially when it comes to the night, the peak week, and the day before the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> always the same. I mean, many of you have probably go to the same me, but i I'll tell you straight up I is okay. Yeah. So we're coming to a show. I'm looking at and I'm thinking, okay, I wanna be full.
2: Yeah.
1: She's looking at it going, You want it, you need to be dry? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so we so you can imagine this we're in a hotel room and we thinking, we're looking in the I'm saying, I'm still looking flat. She's yeah. going, No, you're fine. I'm saying, nah, I'm not. I need to be full. And where is just two of us and we see each other all the time? We need that third person looking, go, no, 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 this or that. Yeah. And this is where we end up start clashing.
2: Yeah. And we always yeah, end yeah.
1: up, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. And most of the time she's probably right and I'm wrong. I gotta I gotta admit that. Yeah. But this is where we end up and now with live I kind of learned to say, look, shut up, listen, don't don't complain. She sees something, just listen to what she's saying. Yeah. But it's always kind of we have arguments over that, you know, we have arguments over freaking how much food I've eaten. And me in off season I don't like to eat eat because I really can't stand eating that much yeah. food. Yeah. She's pretty much forcing it down my neck. Yeah. Come on, man, next meal, next meal. And then prep time, I'm starving. And she does this thing where we in the house, we have no snacks at all. Yeah. Good. Nothing. She's if smart. If it's want meal, like I can eat there's nothing in the house. Nothing. Yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. not a single thing. We have the meal I'm supposed to eat and shakes. Nothing else. Yeah. So, that time, I'm starving, middle of the night. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to wake up and just go to the kitchen and pick up a little treat, you know? Find yeah. something. <laughs> nothing. And I'm. Like, Look, this is one time, right? I wake up at midnight and I'm saying, I'm looking, I'm starving, and he's this—that kind of hunger where you're so hungry you can't sleep. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta have something. So I'm looking in the yeah. I'm thinking, this is crazy. Yeah. I can't find anything to eat. <laughs> this is my, I'm like, okay, you know what? So I'm like, I'm, I'm going out to the, I'm going to the stores. I'm going to go buy something out. Oh shit, so yeah, yeah. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing the spy. I'm putting on my clothes quietly. Yeah. Grabbing the car keys, trying to sneak out the house without hearing it, is, just to drive to the petrol station down the road to my stuff. When you have your diet coach in front of you all the time, man, there's definitely no—you're definitely not cheating on your diet. That's one. Yeah.
2: Thinking,
0: well, you know. I can imagine it being a tough, a tough thing. Not necessarily because of cheating. I think there's yeah. pros and when I think of it in my mind, I think there's a lot of pros and cons, right? Because the
2: yeah.
0: on the on the plus side. I think in the off season, it would be amazing having my coach right there next to me going, eat, you know, eat, don't fucking skip your meal, eat. Cause a lot of us, yeah. because we eat so much food, the biggest struggle sometimes is actually just, you know, maybe you eat half your meal. You don't feel, you don't feel like eating the rest yeah. or like yeah. you're just really stuffed from eating 6,000 calories a day. So having somebody yeah. there to like remind you that you're being a pussy is always a good idea. Right. That but I think, yeah. but I think when you're dieting and I, I couldn't imagine like, because I get really fucking moody when I'm dieting.
2: Oh so man, yeah.
0: I yeah. can't imagine having my wife as my coach I kill her. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. We've had we've had I mean the thing is we've gotten better. I think over the years we've kind of gotten better. I mean this last prep like I said, I've been prepping for a long time this year. Yeah. And I think I've kind of realized a she'll come in myself and realize, okay, don't give in to this part. When you give, when you get this emotion, don't give into it because it's just a diet, it's not you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's kind of realized but she's she's dieted herself for shows before. She realized sometimes when I lash out. It's not me. It's, mm. just, it's the process of what is happening. So we've kind of come grown into the point where we know. Okay, look, some things you just gotta be flexible and yeah. don't, don't don't be a dick. Same time, yeah. be understanding yeah. and just kind of realize that. So it's kind of worked in that way. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. We still have moments where it's like, yeah, come on, we, yeah. you know, going back and forth about it. I'm like, look, I just don't want to talk to you right now. Just, <laughs> just get my face. You know, we <laughs> so still have that moments, but yeah, but, you know, that's, it happens, and that's what's kind of you. Kind of, I think you just kind of. It do it on that
0: basically yeah. it's yeah. funny the people who have watched this podcast before have probably heard this story but me and my wife have been together for 13 years yeah. and the first year we were together she hadn't she's always been in the bodybuilding scene but on the back end like uh, marketing yeah. and research for different supplement companies and stuff like that and um i did my first show and she's like who the fuck is this guy because all of a sudden i went from like the nice guy in the off season to like this cranky <laughs> fucking right so we actually oh, we actually like broke up for a year and, in, yeah and in the year in the year we were broken up she did two or three shows yeah and then we end up getting back together and then when i would sure. die and i was like i would lash out like you say like she got it she yeah. was like okay i know you're he's just, just um, a, i know yep. he's hungry i know he's just being a dick because he wants to yeah. eat and she would yeah. just fluff it off so yeah it's really yeah, interesting think, it's interesting you said that because it's it, there's two different people
1: yeah because i think it's one thing when the person you with if they've been through it themselves they understand what you're that's right. It's That's right. one. Thing, it's very, especially for bodybuilding. It's very hard. You can say, "Oh yeah, I understand your hunger. I understand it." But when you haven't really felt it, yeah. it's hard to really truly understand. Look, yeah. he's acting like this because of that. But when right. they've been through it, I think they're a little bit more. Okay, yeah, we. I get it. Okay, I know what it feels yeah. like. I know what it wants to be going through how hard it is.
0: Well, I, I think it's not just hunger. That's the thing people I think struggle with yeah. is yeah. there's hunger, but then there's also the pressure of looking good, the pressure of doing yeah. well at the show. So it's not yeah. just like.
2: If no, I if I was if problem. I was if
0: I was just hungry, it wouldn't be a big yeah. deal. But there's like all these other stresses that like come on top yeah. of it, so I think yeah. that's what the, that's what the struggle is, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's why we, I work full time, right? At the same yeah. time, when I'm dieting, now it's like you have to have self control. You genuinely have to have control because my job, obviously, I'm dying. I've got the same kind of irritation where you have this complete irritation about everything, and then your work and your boss comes in and he becomes a dick and he's a dick to you. Yeah. And every single part of your being at that point want to say, you know what, go get that, and you're thinking you bite to your tongue and you're thinking to yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do whatever you do. just do. Just just hold your mouth and just mm. mm, mm, yeah. mm yeah. Don't, do not do not do it because if you do, you're going to regret it later. You're going to kick yourself up. Don't say a damn thing. Just nod your head and go, "Yeah. yeah okay. All right." What All do right. you
0: what do hey, you do? What do you do for a living? construction. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah
1: so can... So yeah, that one I think for me I struggle more with that than actually. Yeah. girl. Dude, that's a lot and of actually, work. Yeah. That's a lot of work. You're put, how
0: long, you probably put in like 10-hour days at work.
1: Well, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, because I'm working, I'm working in maintenance part of it. I'm working in maintenance in terms of care home maintenance. I only got to do a nine-to-five shift now. Yeah. Days why I used to do a longer shift. I think when I started bodybuilding, I didn't cut my hours and went into more, something that is a lot lighter to handle, to handle both worlds for it. Yeah. But you still have the same process during the time when you're there. But it's a lot shorter shift, so I'm quite happy about that because it still allowed me to kind of follow that training regime and everything else, and have the set time of when I gotta be there and be home and everything else. Yeah.
0: So, what? Um. So, it, what? I want, I remember seeing you doing like two or three shows in a row. Was that 2019?
1: Oh, so did that 2019? Um, what what yeah, shows did you do? We did four, four shows in a row in 2019? Okay. So we had um, British Grand Prix. Uh, yeah. Did the Chicago Pro the week after? Did Vancouver and then did um, Puerto Rico? Now, what so was? You were in the top 5 at all four of them, right? Uh not in Chicago and not in Vancouver.
0: Okay, what's the Okay, tell me what you think the knock on your physique is because I look at it and maybe I haven't studied it enough, but I look at it and I think mm. it's put together really well and the only thing if I had to point to something, I don't know if like is your conditioning off? Like I don't know no. why why are you no. not placing where I think you should be placing.
1: So basically, I think when we did the British I mean, one of a great show, definitely. Could have been drier in that show. Mm. Could have been, definitely could have been drier. Could have been tighter in that show. But then couldn't complain about the placement because I was like, wow, okay, we got that high. Yeah. And then what it is, is it's always the same kind of feedback we get. It's like, you just got to be just a little bit tighter. You know, you just got to be just a little bit tighter. you still, you're almost like you're at the door. You're still knocking at that door. You just haven't broken in there yet. Where yeah. is that? Wow, okay. Bang on.
2: There yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: So time and time, We've kind of been told that is just what it is there because prior to that, basically, we always always told before coming up, well, you just need a little bit more size, you need more food you need more density, whatever. So last year was the first year where we had that.
2: We mm-hmm. finally
1: got enough size, got enough density, and everything else. And we just the case of okay, now you really got to dial in just that little bit more to actually really push through there. Yeah. But then, even then, that obviously carried us to quite a few places because we passed. And we passed quite a few guys without, yeah. yeah. Just to get into that proper that winning circle and everything else, I think we just needed to be just that little bit more tighter. Yeah. And it's something that we kind of like we came off last year thinking, okay, look back at things, we look at the picture, look what the feedback was, and say, okay, right, we know what to work towards next year. So well, I think your kind of,
0: I think your shape is what's carrying you by everybody. Yeah. You have really really yeah. good shape. Oh, so, but this this is what the people listening are going to say. Well, why why can't you just get shredded? No. That's that's what that's what the regular people. Why can't you just get shredded? You're a pro. Why can't you just get shredded? So tell me what I'm going to ask you that question. Why can't you just get shredded? What What do you think is holding you back?
1: I think well, it was like kind of last year. It was mentality that was holding me back last year. What does that because mean? We got to understand where I've come from. Where I was always a skinny guy, okay. and I was looking at bigger guys, and I think I want to be big. I want to be big. I want to be big.
2: Uh, okay.
1: So we did yeah. we did all our years. We we're like, okay, more size, more size. It's always the feedback was always more size, more size, more size. Yeah. So, for the first time last year, I walked out on a show after reading and got told, damn, you, you're holding a lot of muscle. You yeah. just need to be tighter. Yeah. So, that was the first time where my mentality was the first time where I clicked and go, Are you trying to tell me I don't need more? You, well, you're not saying get more size. You're actually telling me this is the other So, it was the first time where you kind of have like this, um, his body is this move here, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Of, yeah. I, I want to be, because I kind of I think sometimes it's a negative thing to do because you have your mind, OK, I want to be a certain weight by the time I get ready for stage. But you get to that way, you're thinking you're not quite ready yet. You still need to deep cut down a little bit more. But that body, that mental thing of yeah, but I want to, I want to be, I want to be big. I want to be yeah. big. I want to be, yeah. I want to be full. I want to be. This whole, starts holding you back from really digging into that point.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I think last year was basically for me. I felt like last year was a revolution for me because it was the first year where I actually got told many shows like man, you got more than enough size to hang it. You
2: know? Yeah, yeah, I can tell you that.
1: So, yeah. you know and now now it's basically coming in this year now it was more or less like look you got the size now just change your mentality it's no longer an issue now you got to be deeply searched you got to be conditioned enough you have okay. to be hard enough you have to be dry enough and for the first time actually don't, don't, no matter what i say when the time if i'm not conditioned just tell me now keep going okay just no you know you're not there yet
2: no yeah
1: yeah, yeah yeah and that was that was basically what we kind of planned in this year was like, look, condition is everything. I don't okay. care. You to pull it in. If I because like, I we felt like we could have been ready at two eighty this year. Yeah. In my head, but yeah. she was like, no, nah, pull another five pounds just to make sure that you're deeply excited. That there's no question about it. Sure. And that's basically what we kind of planned in, and that's what we kind of did this year.
0: Yeah, it's tricky. I used to man the best condition i ever got into i think was with chad nichols and it wasn't the yeah. best it wasn't the best physique i had because we would pull too hard sometimes but it was the most shredded yeah. i got and chad was chad was evil man like i would <laughs> you know sometimes i would look in the mirror and i'd be like i'm fucking ready you're strided everywhere yeah. I strided yeah. glutes strided fucking everything right but he would be like no the striations can be deeper there's another no. there's another level you haven't hit yet and I think I think a lot of guys make that mistake where they're like, okay, well, I got striated glutes. That means I must be ready. But the yeah. but the striations could be crisper and deeper. Yeah. Yeah. So so Chad would push me like when I thought I was ready, Chad would push me so much harder, and yeah. then I would achieve this like really grainy, like I, a level like I didn't think was there. It was almost wow. to the point where like my eyes were sunken into my head
3: yeah
1: (laughs) it's like yeah please understand that one like
0: like one of those things where like i would go home to see my mom and she would be like "Uh, i think something's wrong (laughs) like you know you know what i mean so so there's there's like another level i think that um you can you can get to and i hope you got there this year but uh that's what that's what i think they're talking about you definitely have the size dude because i saw you i remember seeing the lineups last year and i was like who's that guy because i didn't know who you were and I was like, who's that yeah, fucking yeah. guy? And it's, yeah, you're there, dude. You're there. So,
1: you know, and, and, you know for me, it felt, like it felt like obviously for years of kind of playing with this kind of, having this mental battle of this part. It was last year was the first year where
2: yeah,
1: it became clear to me that that is no longer a thing for you anymore. Yeah. You don't have to focus on that anymore. Change your mentality now. Yeah. That's no longer a problem, you know. Yeah. So coming this year, it was basically, it was more like a resolve and a feeling like, okay, mm. I need to change my mentality. It doesn't work that way anymore. The last thing I want to do is step on stage again. And then get told, oh man, you got everything. If only you would just dust that little bit more, mm, yeah. you would have had it. And as much as easy, there's nothing worse than having that told to you after you get off the stage, man. When you think, oh, you that close. you're just like, oh, come on. Yeah, so I've, we felt like we said basically, you know, I'm. if I have to diet my ass, if I got to eat dirt, if I got to do whatever, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that I'm so pulled in that I don't just look and go, yeah, finally, you know, yeah, there you yeah. go.
0: Okay, yeah. so let's get into this year because I, I wanted to cover the history. So now I got a lot of that. But... I want to get into this year because you're in a strange situation. So tell me where, because of COVID, obviously you probably had to bump a couple shows back. So tell me where you started dieting for what show originally?
1: So basically we got the um, invite for the Arnold Classic South America. Which, what day back was that? In, that, was, uh, that was, the show was supposed to be in April, I think 24th of April. Okay. But, so we, diet, we got it back in January. So we started dieting back then. Oh shit. So obviously dieting through January, got to March. And then this whole thing blew up. Yeah. Everything got locked down. That's yeah. the end of it, show got canceled. So we kind of sat there, we looked at everything and we were like, okay, right, it's time to make a, make a decision. Okay, I'm halfway through a diet. Do I, do we just call it quits and say, okay, well, that's it, call it a year or wait for, you know, start dieting again once things get picked up. Or mm. do we want to actually just keep pushing, push through this whole process. And then when a show finally pops up, whatever it is, just jump on stage and go that way sure so I looked at it I was like you know what I was so driven coming into the prep and I'm thinking in my head this year I'm gonna freaking do whatever it takes to really nail it and my mentality was already like that laser focus this year anyway yeah and I was like no let's let's keep going I don't care let's just keep going so we started kind of carried on dieting in there so finally got to April the show was canceled following weekend was supposed to be the British Grand Prix that got canceled and then I think it was um New York that got moved over yeah. Chicago, California, so you can see the thing where they all went, we were, yeah. yeah. Every show, we were like seven weeks out, no, it's gone. This one, no, it's gone, and it was like one show after another. And when we were kind of like obviously training and doing everything during that period, with every knock, it felt like a
3: oh, wow, yeah.
1: again, again, and it kept on just one knock after another knock and from and it just felt like it was going on. And every time that happened, you know, we had to kind of pick ourselves up and like, come on, all right, fair enough, all right, here's what it is, focus on the next one, let's go, what was the next one. Yeah, okay, start working for that. And we kind of just had that mentality throughout the whole COVID-19 thing thing. And what it kind of helped me did was during the whole process where everybody was kind of like, there's this panic and everybody was kind of negative and they felt all down and everything. It took my mind away from that. I didn't have time to focus that. I was completely focused on like training and, that and trying to be that. So I didn't have to, I didn't I didn't feel like it absorbed me into that whole world of it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I kind of really appreciate it for that, you know. So eventually, Tampa in August finally Read his head like, whoa, okay, this one's for real. It looks like yeah. it's going to happen in August. And we were eight weeks out then from Tampa. Mm. So I was like, okay, let's go. Let's, That's the next show. Yeah. So we started going through the whole prep and everything else, getting closer. Even then, when the Tampa came up, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, you know what, uh, it probably won't happen, but just let's just go anyway, come on. So we carried on going, and, okay, it's getting closer. The show looks like it's happening. It's getting closer, it's happening. And then it finally got to probably that like four weeks. I think, no, it wasn't even earlier than that. I think it was about six weeks out. And we're like, you know, this one might actually be happening, you know, things yeah. look like they're picking up. Okay. Yeah. What do we have to do to fly to, to get to the U S this became the main thing. I was like, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's look, look into this. So there was a government legislation passed on 22nd May saying professional athletes from certain sports can fly into the U S compete, you know, given the guidelines and whatever. Mm-hmm. So we thought, okay, right. Call the U S embassy, find out what you got to do to actually pass for this. Yeah. So we started doing the legwork, calling around, checking around all details, calling the our Homeland Security, calling everybody, trying to find and say, look, this is what the issue is. We're trying to go in for this for this day, for this this day show. What do we need to do it? Do we need a visa? Do we need this? So basically they told us, okay, you need to get the, your approval from your, federa- your Pro League Federation, get a letter of approval that you're coming for this reason, whatever, and you, we can grant you access to come in. So yeah. contact the Pro League, they send the letter, they send everything else we need to give everything, show by everything, contract, send it over to them, you know, everything else say okay everything else cool looks like we're finally go yeah so even when we wanted to book our flights we called Bridget. and we were like look this is the situation we're coming in for this show we got all this letters we got the invite we got everything granted is there gonna be, is there a problem is this fine and they were like no but well, if you got that then yeah of course you should be fine we don't see no problem in it okay I'm like okay cool so came into the week before the show everything still looks good yeah Thursday flying out Drove to Heathrow Airport, got to the terminal, got to the check-in, handed in everything else, say, okay, right, going. Later was, i give me a minute. He oh, no. called, called a guy over from Homeland Security that was in the UK oh, at the time.
2: Yeah.
1: He looks at the paperwork and he goes, oh, we haven't been given, you haven't gotten approval of you, we don't, we're not aware of you coming. I'm like, but the emails, everything is there, the paperwork, everything we have is here. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but they, they didn't tell us you were coming. We can't allow allow you to fly.
0: But you had the but you had the paperwork. I don't understand.
1: It, so I'm there, and I'm at this point. It feels like the ground just opened up and swallowed me up. Yeah. I'm thinking, no, this can't be happening.
2: Yeah. So
1: I'm we're trying to speak to him. I'm like, look, can't you just call up and call them up and just say, look, this is the situation. This is what's happening on the ground. Is it okay for this guy to go or not? You know, he didn't want to know.
0: Is it, because, just, yeah. is, it, is it because you're a bodybuilder? Like, was he being a dick, or was it just, like, just because?
1: He was being, there's no matter, he was being a dick about it. I yeah. don't know why, but he was just – he was – they keep giving you the line, oh, there's nothing I can do. That's what it is. You just got to hope for the best. I mean, oh, he
2: my wasn't, flight isn't – he,
1: he wasn't, wasn't trying at all. Yeah, no. yeah. Was yeah. Like, I was like, my flight is in two hours. You can't even call. So he, he's like, well, that's it. That's all I can do. You just have to hope for the best. I'm like, hope for the – it was – I mean, at this point, I'm in tears, and I'm begging him. I'm going to look. You can see what I'm going for. You can see your thing. You can see everything. This isn't, I'm not going on a holiday. I'm not going for a thing. This is something I'm genuinely working yeah. on. I've done everything. Look, tell me what more could I have done? Literally, tell me what more could I have done yeah. to make this work? So, no, it's not your fault. You know, they just, they didn't tell us that you were coming. I can't approve you fine without being aware. No. So even the, yeah. even the ladies, that were, the people that were checking in, doing the checking in they, even they were like, kind of just like in shock and knocking their head going, this is yeah. like serious yeah. So coming in and, you know, we just kind of looked at it and we just, it was almost like that resolve coming in and going, this ain't happening. This ain't going to happen for us.
0: So what happens, so, what happens at that point? Like, do you get your money back for the flights? Do you get anything? Basically,
1: like- it was literally half an hour before we were about to fly, because you have to, you basically have to cancel before the flight goes, oh, that's it. you missed you. So my girl basically just called up British. I was said, look, this is, we're not going to be able to do whatever. Can we just have a refund for the flights and everything else? So. They basically gave us a voucher back. So, okay, yeah, we can refer the flights. We called up the hotel in Tampa and said, look, this is what's happening with them. And they basically refunded that for us. So, we were kind of like, oh, at least, you know, you can pick that out of it. I mean, it doesn't make it any better, but at least you got out of it. So, kind of like, okay, we drove home that day. And it was just for, like, that weekend, we're like, you know what, let's just go away somewhere. Just take, take a road trip anyway.
0: Are you, let me ask you this. Are you like me? Like, uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of an emotional eater. So, like, if I get pissed, if I get like, not pissed off, but if I'm disappointed or upset or sad, I get—I guess, guess sad. I don't know. I, I'll go eat. It. Like, I would—if I were you, I probably would have left there and went right to like the pizza place.
1: I'm the opposite way. I'm the other way around. Okay. When I'm actually—I actually don't eat. I actually, okay. anytime I swear I actually completely lose my appetite. Like okay. everything goes. Okay. My girl has to keep telling me, "You gotta eat, you gotta eat." And I'm like, "I just no, I can't. I just don't." So it was basically that. Yeah. So I think we kind of go home and we just thought, you know what? we got to get away from this because we can't sit, if we sit at home, God ahead and it would just, it would, it would destroy us. Yeah. So we went away for our weekend. And then obviously, we heard about South Korea show, which was three weeks from that. Wait,
0: wait a minute, before you before you go on, yeah. did you watch the Tampa show at all? Yeah.
1: So and I saw, I, we didn't watch it live, I saw bits and pieces and clips and stuff about it and everything else. And, you know, it's kind of them show where you watch watching and it's like, you're so, you're so hurt inside and you're what looking you, at it going, Man, I would, i, I just—I mean, I wouldn't know where I placed. I know I definitely would have made the top five. I definitely would have been in there, that top, fighting for that top spot around that area, pointing it. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I really just like—I just felt like, you know what, man, I really don't want to know. I really don't. I don't. It just—it kind of hurts you inside that way, you know.
0: You know, not to not to pour, not to put salt in your wound. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. maybe this is a silver lining for you. I don't know, but mm-hmm. if your conditioning is where you say it is, I yeah. could I could have seen you in the top three call call-out. like. Yeah. It's not, not top yeah. five. Like I would have seen you compared yeah. with Ian, Ian and Hunter, and I mean, yeah. who knows? Like, I mean, you, you had you had you had as good, let's let's put it this way: you had as good a chance as anybody else of winning that show. Let's put it that way. I yeah. mean, like
1: that's yeah. I mean, that, we still, we both had that mentality going into the show. I mean, we, in our head, we like, look, we're going in, we're gonna bring our best. We know we're bringing our best. With our best, we know for what we can stand next to anybody yeah. and actually make it hold our own together with it. Yeah. So, you know, kind of seeing that and I was just like, you know what, man? It it hurt. I mean, it hurt a lot. Yeah. You seeing yeah, yeah. mean. so at that point we kind of when we got home after the weekend, we sat there and we kind of finding out about Korea. And then it's coming up to us that, you know, someone first said to us in first that they won't let you go to South Korea without you gotta be in quarantine if you go to South Korea. I'm thinking, what, even that show now I can't even I can't You do? gotta
0: be you gotta be in quarantine when you get
1: there when you get there. 14 okay. days quarantine before you get there. Yeah. So at that point, I'm thinking, like, what? Like, surely, there must be something. So, we basically looking up online and Korea, they have more information about it. And they say, oh, there's a quarantine exemption for certain people coming to this South Korea. Okay? So we'll be like, okay, you can apply for it. So yeah. we basically filled out all the forms and everything else through, through that weekend, sent to the Korean embassy and everything else. Got home, I think we got home on Monday evening. Yeah. And got the email back saying, nah, we're not approved. It has to be humanitarian purposes. You have to be a scientist or whatever. You have to be part of that group for you to be approved. Let's do it. So at that point, you know, I, that was it Was felt like I was holding on to that for a ray of light for me to feel like, okay, yeah. just move on to the next one. Don't focus. Move on to the next one. Yeah. And then having that, it was like, a, damn, no. And it, it, it felt like, I remember we were sitting on the floor in my living room. I was just in pieces. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. We've been dying for so long. have well, been yeah. dying,
0: fuck, you've been dying since January. I
1: mean, that's yep. crazy. I mean, in my head, I'm thinking, there's only so many motivation you can feel going from show to getting one cancellation, bad news and bad news. I'm thinking, I can't do this. If we ain't doing the show, that's it. I'm, I can't do this. I'm done. So we kind of sitting there, and we just kind of like, man, okay, what what is it? So I don't know where the idea came from. I think one of us must have said, like, what about if we actually, you know, do it, go for quarantine for 14 days before the show. And I'm like, nah, it's it's fucking crazy, man. I'm like, nah, nah, come on. You know your head, I'm thinking, I'm already seeing red flags on, you can't, no, no. It's not possible, Nothing can happen. So we basically called up, we messaged up the promoter. We basically asked him for info and everything else. He told us, look, this is the process. This is what's happening. South Korean government, they're not having none of it. At least they're having a lot of trouble going there. So (laughs) we basically sat there and I'm like, Literally it was the Tuesday and we were like, should we do this? And she was like, Well, you can go alone. I'll hold the four feet here. You go alone. You can do this. So uh, the more I'm hearing it, I'm thinking, after everything we've been through, why the hell wouldn't I be able to do this? I mean, I've been yeah. we've been through, I'm like, hell, why not? I'm mm-hmm. thinking, with your stage ready, I gotta hold my condition and for two weeks in the hotel room. And then we at this point we're thinking, okay, my head, I'm just like in a fairy tale. I'm still thinking, okay. Man, yeah, you know, quarantine, probably like a nice facility. You go out for one day, you get fresh air. Like, I'm thinking, about, surely there must be a way to get to a gym. There must be a way to get something. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, call the Korean embassy, say, look, can we get more information on what it's like on the quarantine? And then they gave us a number in South Korea about the whole facility that do the quarantine. Thing. And we start speaking to them and find out information. And they're saying, okay, it's designated hotels all around South Korea you're going to stay in. You get in the room, you're not allowed to leave the room at all for 14 days.
2: No way, man.
1: And you can't go at all, like none. You don't leave in the room door. Three meals get delivered to you a day, left outside your room door. At no point are you allowed to have anything other than that, that's it, that's you. For the whole 14 days, that's it.
0: How are you surviving on, okay, I, okay, go on, carry on. I got a bunch of questions, go on.
2: Yeah.
1: So I, so we listen to this, I'm thinking, oh shit, that's not even possible. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That, already that's not gonna work. Yeah. So he's sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, three meals a day. I'm like, nah, it's not even going to happen. So we're thinking, okay, already we're trying to think about, okay, how can we make it possible? How can we work? How can we we do it? Take a fact, this is, so we called the promoter and I was like, look, we're thinking about it, but this is coming up more and more, like, impossible. And I was like, look, and he's like, okay, if you're going to do it, you better look to fly out this weekend. And I'm thinking... This weekend, I'm this really? Like you And I'm like shit. and I was like, okay, we can get a flight for Saturday. He goes, nah, if you really want to be sure, you gotta fly even sooner than that. So I'm thinking Thursday, I'm thinking what in two in a day's time, I gotta be on a plane, make a plan, get on plan, be in South Korea. And so we kind of like, oh crap, okay. So my girl, she she snaps it okay, right, all your food, all the meat, everything you need, froze it, put it in the freezer, freeze it all, put everything you can, as much meat as then that you can carry. Have it all frozen, and everything. She's on the floor to the airline company. She's basically transferring our flights over. She's doing everything else, calling the promoters. Promoters are even behind it. The promoters say, "Okay, right. Don't worry. We'll meet you at the airport. We'll sort you out. You don't worry about this." You know, I'm thinking, "Oh man, okay. This is now becoming more the reality. In my head. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is actually going to happen. Yeah. And I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've never been to this part of the world before. I'm already thinking, Jesus Christ, this is this. Um, this is crazy. This is crazy. Oh, I'm scared. I don't know what I can do." I'm thinking, come on, get it together. You can do this. Of course, yeah. you can do this. Yeah. You, you, you're trying to tell me that you can't train in a hotel room for two. Come on, man. Come on, man. You can do this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So we got the bags out. <laughs> Basically, we just took all the Tampa stuff out. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, don't bother with the outfits. Don't it because you ain't gonna freaking be seeing anybody. You ain't gonna, you ain't yeah. gonna throw yeah. as much food into it as you can. Get the shakes. Get the powders. Get the baby rice. Get the throw anything. Went to went to the shops. to bought bunch of sachet rice. Put it all in there, and we think, okay, right, if we can just manipulate our meals to have because you're on a diet anyway, so yeah. just to have six meals a day, just break it down, you know, and you can make this work. Yeah, so we spent one day they're saying, Look, if it's possible, we're going to try to get some food to you if you can make it pass for, you know, for the second half, we'll try to get some meals to you and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, Look, one thing you guys can do, great, let's just plan it over. So we threw in as much frozen food and everything else as we can, packed all our stuff up, straight to the airport on the plane. Yeah, so I'm like. Can't play. Now, we arrived in South Korea and after a 17 hour flight, I'm on my own and already I'm my heart is pounding. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, what the hell am I doing? This is crazy. This is Yeah. No. It's one of them fear where you your heart you start feeling that fear like, oh my god, I can I, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. So we're like, okay, come on, come on, hold it together. You've come this far. Get yeah, to South Korea. We're in an airport for four hours. And they're taking you from one interview to another interview to another interview. They're checking your temperature. They're checking this. They're checking that. They're asking your purpose of your visit. Why are you here? Whatever. Who did you know in South Korea? What's it for? They're taking all your details. And four hours, I was there. At the end of it, it felt like an interrogation. At the end of it, I was just tired. I was like, yeah. I just want to go. I don't care. Just, just do something. So eventually, put you on a bus. Drive you straight to the hotel.
2: Yeah.
1: Taking The guys that are picking you up from the hotel, they're all in hazmat suits. Completely covered up. Like goggles, white suits, everything, brings you in there. Wow! Check your phone again. Check everything again. Check your details. Give you your room card key. That's your room. Go in there. You enter that room. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh my god! You know, <laughs> oh in god. You know? So, <laughs> been in the room like that. So this is that's the room. You
0: you're the in the room now. You've been in this room. Now. How many you know, how many how many days have you been in there now? Seven
1: days, seven Such days, officially seven, seven days today. Are you going crazy? Oh, you know, um, I'm I'm holding it together. Really, believe me. To be fair, it's it's been hard, and I've so far I've only had one period where I've totally crashed and I had to I'm going, oh, this is insane. I I don't I don't know. I'm falling apart yet. And she kind of talked me down. Well,
0: one sec, one second. I want to show people. I want to show people your Instagram. So this is anybody who wants to follow Samson, go to IPB Pro at uh, underscore Samson Dauda. Uh, it's D for those listening. It's D A U D A. I saw I saw this video. It made me fucking laugh. This one here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> doing, you're doing cardio. Oh, oh. <laughs> this, is, this is like, how do you keep up your cardio?
1: How do you keep up your training? Okay, you're running. You okay. <laughs> oh.
0: For those of you, for those of you who are listening, you gotta watch. You gotta c- go on YouTube. Find this find this timestamp and watch this <laughs> samson is or go to his instagram he's running on the spot in his hotel room and now you're doing you're doing handstand I
1: can how can i train shoulders if i got to do upside down presses i'm like okay that's one way to get the shoulders out the down okay cool <laughs> you know
0: dude this is insane this is oh. hard this is what you call hardcore and you look dude you look really good
1: like yeah because you just like look do whatever it takes come on man surely if you're hungry enough you can find a way to do it you know it's like, come on, surely there must be, if there's a tiny chance that you can make this happen. Okay, so
0: other than, okay, other than, um, describe describe what your workouts are like every day. Like what's your, what's your how do you set it up? Is it just whenever you feel like it or do you actually have a system?
1: No, so I basically have a system. Basically what happens is since I came in, obviously, you know, South Korea is eight hours ahead. In my head, I'm like, okay, because I got to build my phone to my girl I think, and she's probably, when I'm awake, they're pretty much going to sleep and vice versa. So I basically I haven't climatized to their time yet. So I'm asleep during the day and I'm awake all through the night. Okay. Right. So so basically I'm still working in reverse. Well, so right now is well, I think that right now is like just coming up to midnight. Yeah. But yeah. I'll be up till 5 a.m. in the morning before I go to sleep. Yeah. And then I'll wake up and carry on going that way. So when I get up, basically, I'll do my cardio up to an hour, just basically jogging on spot, you know, just kind of getting heat on getting burned and everything else.
2: Yeah. Then
1: I'll have my breakfast get my next meal in and everything else. I have three meals first and then I'll do my training session. Now, we know for are that, obviously, being that close to the show, legs, you don't have to train push yeah. them that hard anymore. You're already, you're already two weeks from the show, okay? Yeah.
2: So yeah.
1: my last session before I came here was basically a really heavy leg session. I yeah. just have to just do get a little blood in them and that's cool. Now, upper body has to be a priority of keeping that fullness and everything else down to the T. So chest, shoulders, back hit them hard. as hard as you can in you know hotel room. So things like, you know, I'm taking the fact that you only got bands and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was basically the idea of, okay, improvise. Come on. Think about a way you can make this workout work, you know. Shoulders, okay. I know I can do definitely upside down presses off against the wall. I'll get the presses done. But chest, simple, you know, press stops. Oh, Push-ups, push up up yeah. yeah. As yeah. much as you can do it in any form, you can do it to make it harder. Go ahead, do that. Back, get, we've got really thick, brown, thick green bands get in getting in there as much as you can do whatever lift the bed if you have to lift. The but
0: bed. what I'm about, but what I mean is like is do you have you still have your workouts oh, yeah. structured like one day shoulders one day is back one or are you yep. mixing okay yep.
1: no, so you're not I you're not just you're
0: not just doing whatever the fuck no, you feel like you no, have no
1: completely structured you know like right, today we had a chest workout that's why I posted that chest video today was a chest day tomorrow I'm resting Sunday Monday back day Tuesday supposed to be Normally, Tuesday would be my leg session, but no legs because a week before the show. Yeah. So I'll probably focus on something else, abs or something like that. Okay. Shoulders, you know, and then carry on one day until we get to the show. But basically, I still have the exact same structure. I'm how are that you, same program. How
0: are you cooking your food? Oh. Uh.
1: <laughs> so we've got this little tiny little cooker. I don't know if you can see it. Let me see if I can put it in back.
0: Okay, you got like a stovetop. yeah. But okay, yeah.
1: Little, little tiny little stovetop We put in the bu- bu- box as well. Yeah, we loaded the box up with everything we could possibly grab, and yeah. we were out there by we thinking, Please, please don't, don't just let it go through. Don't, don't pull. Don't, yeah. don't let it go through because we need that. We needed things in that box, yeah. you know? and yeah. the box was actually I think it was over overweight by like four kilos. And the guy just looked at me like, yeah. Yeah. and went, "Yeah, didn't care about it, oh, thank you." you know, yeah. so we finally got we got that in there. The promoters managed to send me a microwave, which I was like, "Ooh, wow, nice. yeah, uh, brilliant." You know, and then they've been, I mean, they've been on the ball, man. I can't, I couldn't thank them enough. So it was like coming into the week, basically, all the frozen food at this point, they're pretty much gone. Okay. So I'm like, okay, what can we do? So I asked Pomo to look. And the South Korean, the way they're quarantined here, they're very strict about it. Yeah. You're not allowed, and if they don't, no matter what food the Pomo send sending or whatever, they got a vet. They don't want, they don't really don't want that happening. And I like, what's, are you quarantined for something? What, what reason? just having food sent to you. Why, why is that such a big deal? But apparently they don't want to take credibility if you end up dealing in the you know, yeah, facility yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So they don't take it. So eventually, I think it was um, two days ago, got a box finally delivered to me and they actually let through. And it was a box and it was loaded with egg whites. Nice. Complete liquid egg whites loaded in there. And I looked, I opened this box up and believe me, I had tears coming out of my eye. But I was thinking, oh my God. Because at that point I was thinking, I'm about to run out of protein and just start sticking to protein shakes.
2: Yeah. And I was
1: just over one, and I was like, oh my God. I'm like, yes, yeah. I can have I can have eggs all for every day. That's fine. As long as I go to it, school, I'm happy with that. So yeah. they sent that over and I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's just kind of just like, it's basically you, you literally just living through the small things and just you know putting little things and holding on to little things as much as you can and just staying on track with that. Are you so, still
0: getting are you still getting the three meals a day that they're giving you or are they giving you anything that you can actually eat or no? The
1: three meals, three, no the three oh, meals okay. a day they're giving you you might as well just just throw in a bit. What, what is it? What is it? It looks like it looks like you know the kind of meals you get in an airplane. Yeah. The little bombardment yeah. of different things and yeah. you just you can't touch them It's basically it's, that.
0: Crap, yeah. It's, yeah, you can't
1: it's crap, crap you can't there's no point in it. So that basically you get that and it's pretty much just you look at it and go. Oh.
0: Do you have a do you have a there fridge? It.
1: We have a fridge. You have a fridge? It's yeah. one of you know, the small little tiny little hotel room fridges and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's obviously all loaded up with everything I can possibly get, you know, egg whites, yeah, yeah. whatever just keep it as nice as possible, hold on to things a little bit cooler and everything else. Yeah, man. But we basically be living off that and you know, it's like you believe me, you hear and the tannoy goes off like three or four times a day. And they no. say, What is it? There's like a little speakers in the ceiling. Okay, okay. Now, this is like it's like this hunger games in here. No lot of It goes <laughs> up and they say, There's your food is outside your door. Please pick up your food, shut the door, do not lock yourself out.
2: No way.
1: And goes off. Next one comes on. A man someone is coming to your room to check your temperature in the next hour, whatever. No, and then way. you open the door, you open the door, and they knock on the door, they open the door, and there's this guy and a full hazmat suit, completely covered. They just stick the thermometer, they stick the thermometer in your forehead, and go temperature, and walk off. That's it. And you look oh, <laughs> that's it every single day without. Is the my girl's been on the phone to me when that happened, and she just she's like, I can't believe this. This is yeah. this is insane. I'm like, this is what it's like, and it's like all the time, and it's like I'm like, yeah, it's like you're living, it's literally like a science fiction movie. Yeah,
0: I don't know, if, and, I don't know, I don't know what the UK is like, but Canada. Yeah. People wear masks, but they're not like, nobody's wearing hazmat suits and yeah. nobody's, like, people take their mask off and stuff. And, like, yeah. I can't oh, imagine. Yeah, like, they they're taking it pretty seriously there, I guess. Oh,
1: very seriously. Very wow. seriously. Like, completely. Because the fact that you can't even have anything brought to you. Like, you, can, you can't say, look, can I order a piece and just drop it outside the door and let me have it? No. They, they do not nothing. Wow. You know? And people are like, oh, why don't you get some weights? Why don't they send you some dumbbells or something? I'm like, you think that they haven't tried? They're not having any of it. They don't want none of it. I'm like, this is, we've tried all that. We've already, I'm, I'm calling in the hotel. I'm saying, look, I know you guys are sending the meals to me. Is it possible? Just by any chance, can you just change it to like chicken, breast and rice? Just that, just change that. Yeah. No, nah, no. We have our set meals. You neither have that or none don't at all.
2: Don't eat. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it.
1: And I'm like, wow. come on, man. Surely it must be a lot cheaper to just give me a little bit of chicken breast and a little bit of rice than all this. what you get. No, nah, no. Nah. We have I've a never. Government.
0: I've never seen anybody want to compete this badly oh you're, man this you're, is, you're one stubborn <laughs> stubborn mother
1: believe <laughs> me it is craziness and stubbornness and nothing would pull you to this point and I'm thinking okay you got if this means that you can finally achieve something you've been working for your whole life since you started this for then hell it's a small is, price to pay man.
0: this is gonna be if you win this show this is going to be yeah. the sweetest sweetest victory I've ever seen
1: it literally, uh, I'm, I don't even. The thing is, it's so. Think, I don't even want to think about how it will feel. I'm like, look, just focus on the focus on what you got to do right now. Just focus on each step like that because I'm thinking this is the craziest thing ever. Because every time I'm thinking, this, you know, this is crazy, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I know it is. I'm like, it's just you don't you can't think about like, what you're doing. All right. So you know?
0: what's what what's your condition like right now? Are you are you happy? with oh, you? you're one you're one week out,
1: right? It's next week. Yep, one week out. Officially one week out. What's, your condition? What's so, your condition like right now? Are you ready? Right now, we're pretty much, we stay ready. We're, we're pretty much ready to go. Just got to fill out and dry out. And are you, are,
0: were you allowed to bring your diuretics and all that? Like, are you taking any, like, I don't know, yeah, like, you're is, good? One of
1: the good thing about this was basically, because we were kind of concerned about that, thinking, look, would that be, would that even be possible? So we called up from we spoke to people that we knew here, and they said, look, even though if you can't, you know, we, 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 we got to take care
2: of you. That. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, so, well, lucky enough, we were allowed to get everything we needed to come come through, so I'm like, oh, well, that's nothing we got to worry about, so hopefully we've got that far, so yeah, well, yeah, it's just... What's imagery. your, w-
0: sorry, what's your weight at right now?
1: So, right, uh, well, the last time I checked it before we left... Oh, you don't have, was, you don't have a scale in your room? No, I have a scale, man, <laughs> I don't know, so, last time I checked before when, I was, I was sitting at 275.
0: Holy shit, so... So, you're uh, going to go on, you're going to go on... So, you're going to go on stage around 265, 270?
1: Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So, somewhere somewhere around there. So, wow. Yeah. I'm basically going in there kind of like that. And it's like, yeah. who,
0: Who is your, Is do you know any of the competition there? I've been seeing some Korean guy they keep posting on some of the yeah. pages.
1: I think one guy, I think he did the show last year. I think him 30 did the show last year. I think he's probably the biggest guy. And he's a big deal here in Korea. I think he's probably one of the biggest rival competitors in that stage at that point. Okay. But, Other than that, I mean, I don't know any of the other guys in there. I think so far they only got four guys in the class.
0: So you might win the show, like, you just might get your Olympia qualification because you went through all the trouble.
1: And this is just it, you know. You're thinking, look, you're going through all this. You must be going through all this for something to be worthwhile doing. So I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know what? If I'm going to put myself through all this, I'm not going in the mentality to come second. No. No. I'm, I'm, no. He's all or nothing.
0: If you win the show, do you wait for the Olympia then, or is there something else you want to
1: do? Man, I probably, I want to do um. There's another show in Spain that's yeah. happening. I think it's um six that's, weeks from that point on.
0: That's the but one I'll James James is, James is doing that show. I think.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, because all the British guys they're coming back out now, and I really want to compete with them. And obviously the British Grand Prix they've moved it to November as well. So what we'll probably do we we'll probably have a break for a week or something like that, and then I'll be back on it back on it anyway, and then you know whatever show we can find out do.
0: But if you win, don't you think it's better to? focus all your energy on the big show
1: yeah but the thing is it's true is to focus on my energy the big show but where i feel about it is if i'm if i have something to focus on there it gives me that drive you know, uh, okay. okay i can stay i can stay okay this is next Stay minute. more focused if I, you stay a lot more focused if i say okay you know you can take a break now and the thing i don't want to revert back to an off-season look and then start to redite again for the Olympics. no no because course. right now Guys for the Olympia. so for me to then come off and then say, "Okay, I'm gonna starting," I think that would be more detrimental to me than actually saying, "Look, you might back off a bit to kind of give your body a break, break, yeah, yeah. but stay, stay close enough to that point where you can, you know, step it down when you need to."
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I
1: mean, he's already he was already been crazy enough here because I know at one point when we were having all the shows, counseling all of us, I said to her "Look, if it means I got to prep all year to find one show, then I'm ready to do that. So let's go."
0: You know, it's crazy. I just realized if you do win and go to the Olympia, you will have prepped for a fucking whole year.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, imagine that. And, uh, and he just, he's, he's just like man, the insane. break. The break I'm gonna have after that will be freaking unthinkable. I'm like, yep. Give me all the food. Give me all the time. Yep. Just I don't want to see a gym for at least three weeks. Just completely. Yeah.
0: You know what you say completely that, great. but I bet you. I bet you. You're just like everybody else. I say that all time. the time. <laughs> like, three, three days. Day, three days later, I'm back at the gym, like fucking killing it. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: Um, you
0: know so, what? Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Well, there, you brought something up that that kind of mm. rang a bell. What's is there is there a friendly rivalry in the British scene between you and oh. all these guys? Is it friendly or is it like is it a little bit
1: intense? It's friendly. It's friendly. It's friendly. It's friendly. Yeah. Sometimes it's intense. but mainly mainly it's friendly.
0: So you guys I mean, all you guys all respect each other.
1: Oh, of course, oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, me and James, we've been going backwards and forwards since we were amateurs. Like I said, he beat me, in the, he beat me into the British title in 2017, and yeah. mind you, that's the only time he's ever beaten me. So, yeah. James, I'm telling you that now. So, <laughs> since then, since then, every year since then, I have beaten him in one show. Uh-huh. Is that true? And, oh, where, where, yeah. where did you beat him? Where did you beat him? EBLS Prague, I placed 50, plays 6. Okay, last year British Grand Prix, I play second, he plays third. He's always just that <laughs> part of my tail, and I'm saying, Man, I gotta widen that gap a little bit more, man. Yeah,
2: yeah but he's, he's,
1: I think he's, he's, oh, he's, 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 don't he's get me proved. wrong, he's yeah. grabbing, he really wants it. And I'm telling him, I'm never letting you beat me again. No, yeah. so there is, like that that. Yeah. there is that part, here. and it's, 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 I think, what he's given us that ability to be having that, he's given us push ourselves just that bit more further because of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: you know, it's funny you say that. I, uh, some people I think fans sometimes take that the wrong way yeah but I think a little bit of friendly rivalry is a good thing like yeah. I I had it with um me and Ben Pekulski had it right because Ben was like oh, yeah. Ben was the other Canadian guy that was yeah, like yeah. outspoken and he was doing well and I honestly think even though like we never really got along like great friends or anything but I honestly think yeah. we both pushed each other because I think he always wanted to be yeah. better than me and I always mm-hmm. wanted to be better than him and I think it's kind of unspoken that you guys are always kind of course. making each other better.
1: Yeah, of course, so. and the thing is, people people tend to take it the wrong way. You know, you say, "Look, I'm coming to kick his ass," and people think, "Oh, it's all serious." And no, yeah. it's, it's it's we're athletes. We're competitive. There's no yeah. you don't go into this sport. You don't. You're not able to put your body through all this if you're not hungry and competitive. It's, it's yeah. don't but don't mistake that for arrogance. Don't mistake that for not. It's not. Pr- it's not don't it like yeah. That. It's not. It's nothing more than what it is. It's just friendly rivalry, you know. We might talk shit. go, oh, look, I'm gonna beat him. Don't he's never touching me. You know? It doesn't mean it, there's nothing personal to it. You That's know? what I was gonna say. So yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not personal. I, yeah. I, I, I can honestly, if I, ask, if someone asks James, okay, is he was was he looking to place ahead of me next year? If he doesn't say, yeah, he's looking to beat me, I'll be like, what's what's going on? Like, come on, surely you want to win. Surely, you know. So it's there's nothing bad about saying, look, I'm working my ass off because I'm trying to bring my best back so and beat. And be better than this guy, be better than all these guys and everything else. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean I that's why we train so hard.
0: I think if you said I only want to beat James and nobody else then it would be oh, <laughs> then it would then be then personal be, right? Beat, but, then but, then but, but if you're just yeah. if you're saying I want to beat everybody and yeah you know James happens to be one of them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not no. personal it's like you said we're no. we're, com- we're competitors we're, and that's we're
1: like, especially in the British scene now you know we have a big, big Grand Prix and, everything, and everybody I want to be best in the UK I want to be best British and I know Nathan is holding that title right now, but guess what? I I'm, I'm coming after him. I'm like, yeah, you no, know I'm, I'm gonna get you. Soon enough, I'm gonna get you. But is that is there? Yeah, you
0: know? I think you can. So, I, I I think it's really you guys are all great. Like you, James, uh, Nathan. I'm not sure if I'm missing anybody uh, right uh, now, but
2: Ben Joel Howell. Um, yeah, you know,
0: I mean, uh, you three guys stand out to me as like yeah. very good bodybuilders. And I think all of you at 100% could be interchangeable depending on the show.
2: Oh,
0: you know definitely. I mean? easy, you know?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: So you know, it's and cool, I it's think cool to see that, though. It is cool to see that. And I don't, you know, for me, I feel like it gives me, it definitely brings that hunger to me. And you know, I'm in the gym, and I'm if I look at James' video and I see him squatting how many plates, and he's pushing it. When I go to the gym to train, I'm thinking that if he's doing that, guess what? I'm freaking, I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna do it too.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah, so
1: yeah. It, it gives you that, it gives you that drive to want to push just a little bit further for it you know so i, I think he's is healthy
0: i wonder why we do that right because americans don't do that like no. like you never hear dexter say i want to be the best american dexter just says i want to be mr olympia but yeah. it's it's weird if you're from another country like I, have have- I, yeah i always wanted to be the best canadian, best canadian. and like yeah, you're yeah. saying you know you want to be the best british guy like it, yeah. it's weird when you're from another country it's like you you wanna, want to be the best you best represent country. your country <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, yeah
1: is mean, weird. I don't know why we do that, but it's just one of. I think it's just one of them things where it's like the small titles. Okay, it's, it might be small but you're like, look, this means something to me. I'm, yeah. I want this. I mean, If I can get a little bit, solid, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna dominate this part here. Well, I think so, a lot of. It, I think.
0: It's... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I just think it's just it's it's one of those things that you set, we all have like set goals in our mind of what we want to achieve before our time is up. We we have things like okay, at least you want to get to this part. and when we get there, we say okay, we want to get to the next bit. I want to get... so it just it gives you goals and that gives you that drive to aim for something you know and i think it's quite it does motivate you when you have that
0: maybe it is the small titles thing that you said because
3: Mm
0: -hmm. maybe if you're not ready to say i'm mr olympia you can you can take some pride in saying well i'm the best from my country so it's like a a title a title that you can have but i also feel like i also feel like bodybuilding is an american thing like it's Not, it's not I don't know that's weird to say it's not an American thing but I guess America is the hub of bodybuilding
2: yeah yeah so yeah. I
0: feel like if you're from another country you're like well I want to I bring my country to the US to and represent my country you know what I mean yep. so I guess yep. it, it's hard to explain but I, I see what you're saying anyway so mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. I, have a, I have one last question I don't want to I know it's like mm-hmm. past midnight there so I, I'm not going to keep mm-hmm. you but I have one last question that kind of mm-hmm. thought of it when you were talking about it but I never asked why at your level yeah. do you never think to yourself i'm going to go with like a big name coach and i'm not implying i'm not implying anything no. i'm just just curious no, 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 no. Yeah. No.
1: because um we, we have before in the past you know mm-hmm. at some point when we did our first pro debut we said okay you know let's give it a go ourselves we came off stage after the uh, pro debut and stuff like that and we said we kind of looked at it completely like, Man, I don't think we got what it takes to be ready at this level. I think we need some extra help.
2: Mm.
1: So we got with a coach then. I don't want to throw nobody on the bus. I'm not going to say who he is. We got with a coach then and we started working with him through the off season. And I put on a lot of size because of him. He taught us a lot. He taught a lot of stuff, you know, how to how to kind of maximize my metabolism, and eat more food and stuff like that. I put on a lot of size, And then when it came to prepping for that year, mm. he kind of felt like he, he wasn't listening to... Because we know the shortfalls, we've made mistakes in ourselves in the past. So when you're telling me to do something that we already know we've done in this way, and it's completely doesn't, it didn't work. It's
0: not working, yeah.
1: It's not working. You kind of say, you mentioned it the first time, you say, look, that won't work, you know. But you like, you know, air hey, coach, they ain't probably know more than you do, so just listen. So you carry on and you think, oh, it's still not working, it's still not working. And you keep saying, dude, I don't know if this is working. And they don't, they're not willing to kind of listen to you in that sense. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of talked about, it, we talk, no, actually, this we got we got to step things up. We are coming close to the show. We're not getting any better. We're not getting any better. This we got to have to step this up. Yeah. So it just became a place where we kind of cut tires at that point. Yeah, yeah. Now, now same thing last year. After we then did our first British show, we got with another another top coach then, and he kind of helped out and he kind of did open eyes and kind of showed us where to go from one show to another show to another show, and then. After the show ends, where we did our last show that year, we kind of was, okay, you know what? We plan out for the off season and everything else. Just didn't hear anything from him anymore. Yeah, he just yeah. Went completely quiet. We're yeah. kind of like, what was what, what happened? What went on? So we kind of had to take the rails to ourselves and get back into working in it. And then when you've had that kind of experience with time, you kind of think, you know what? I need someone that's going to be in it hundred percent with me or not at all. I can't, I can't have. Especially my, my mentality is like, oh, you feel with me, you're with me. You know, I'll yeah, do whatever you want me to do. I'll give myself 100% to you if yeah. you're willing to actually, you know, tell me that that's what you're doing back. You know, I don't want to be able to, like, call you up and say, look, this is what's happening, but I'll, I'm busy right now, you know. don't, don't, don't I just can't do anything for, for you, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. kind of thing like that. So we kind of felt like, look, we know that we're confident in ourselves. We've made a lot of mistakes, but yet we're learning along the way. There's nothing more powerful for us to pick up our own knowledge and learn our body ourselves. So at no point, we'll ever be in a point where we feel like, if I don't have this person, I can't be in shape. If I don't have this person, I can't We learned ourselves, so it's our knowledge and something that we're always going to have for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, at some point, we will be in a point where we'll be like, look, that next level, we can't reach it alone and we need we, we need somebody to kind of stick with us okay. in that point. But until then, I think for me, it has to be someone that's just as committed into the actual work that I'm putting in as, as you know, as as that's required so I think so yeah. I feel like I gotta find but i just saying like I said we're probably just saying find the right coach here that actually is willing to commit themselves as much as kind of like okay look this is how this is what you gotta do you know and well, the thing is I'm not like, I'm not a needy guy we're not a needy guy if you tell me okay this is your script for the week this is your script for the next two weeks I'll be like okay cool I'll take it away and you probably won't hear from me for two weeks so I'll be like that and you tell me to I was like yep done all that okay what's next yeah, and that's yeah. it you know yeah. So, it's just having someone to like, look, communicate with you and tell you that, look, this is what you got to be. This is where you got to be. So, sort I of think
0: so. Well, I'll say yeah. one thing. It's really admirable that you guys are doing it on your own and you're at this level. That's, that's really crazy. Oh, thank and, uh, you. Like I said, it's, it's admirable for sure that you can control your own destiny that way. <clears throat> but the other thing I'll say is if I ever had a coach that couldn't bend with me, then yeah. I, know I, know, I just know they're not a good coach. Right. Yeah. There's there's never, there's never a reason to do things one way. Right. So if yeah. I'm with, if I'm with a coach and I'm like, look, this isn't working for me. And they're like, no, you have to do it. Yeah. that per, That person is not a good coach that because is, like, yeah. it's like some coaches are like, well, you got to eat fish. And I'm like, man, I hate eating fish. Yeah, I, hate fish. I, I, fish. I, I, I eat it. But like, if I adamantly couldn't eat it, like if like, say, let's say I had allergic, I was allergic to it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, no, no, you got to eat fish or you're not going to get shredded. I'd be like, you're not the right coach. Like, because a, a, a good coach always has a workaround in another in exactly. another another way to do yeah. things.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I mean, mind you, I mean, this is one of the things we had last time where, because like I said to God, like, look, I work full time. So when I go to work, I have my meals all packed up in a bag with me, okay? Yeah. And I go to work and I have my meals and everything.
2: Yeah. Now,
1: some of them they couldn't understand the idea of, you can't call me on a day and say, oh, what are you looking at? Right? Okay. Oh, yeah, change it. Next meal, I will have this yeah and I'm like yeah it's dying it, gonna work you know You're like yeah. I'm already at
0: work man yeah, exactly
1: it's yeah. not gonna work. you've told me why I'm this is why I'm having so you gotta you know and coach I, I can adapt to that yeah it's like yeah. you gotta be able to adapt to the fact that some people do most people actually do kind of work full-time they're not gonna be in a yes. position to just change things on the whim and kind of do things work things that, that way you know
0: yeah well I think it's a you know what it's an amazing story if you know you and your girl get to right. the olympia and you guys are, oh, are you guys are successful by yourselves i think that's an amazing story in itself yeah but i think if you ever do look for another coach to just don't i would the only advice i would give you is the two things you said are very important one like like i'm with john meadows right john yeah. has john has my best interest at heart he's always like ready yeah. whenever i call him he's there you know he's always like yeah. he's always worried about how i'm doing not just necessarily on stage even off stage right but so yeah, that's that to me is important and then the second thing is yeah. if I tell him I don't like something he's like let's do something else like he's always exactly. he, he always has a, a different plan a different route a different way to get to the right. end goal
1: yep so, that's brilliant yeah I think no, that's um, that's that, for me that's the kind of coach I, I work with I mean the same thing with like when it comes to cams I like, can some cams. I just can't touch. I'm like nah man no because I tell them look this is what I'm on this way is, what it is. And they they always in shock about how little I gotta be, and they're like, "Well, you gotta use this, but well, you gotta use." That. I'm like, "But do I have to?" But yeah. you know, yeah. and it's almost like the idea of belief of that of look, you don't need to push your body that far to get to this point. You can you can actually slowly build up to that point. You don't just throw mm-hmm. someone deep when they've never been there. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for some coach kind of accept that. Yeah. And it's like, look, this is for me. This some things are just a no, no. I can't handle it. It's too yeah. it's too much. You know and some coaches they can they can't accept that it's almost like no no it's
0: that or nothing well that's what i mean and that's that's actually even more serious than the food like if i ever work with like for me for example i'll say like i don't like using insulin right yeah. if i if i work with a coach and he's like you have to use insulin i'm not going to work with that coach right yeah. like when yeah. i start when i started john's another great example when i started working with john he's like look you know maybe we should start doing like this you know a couple times a week maybe five or ten i use yeah. whatever I was like, you know what? I, I kind of don't like it. I don't really have a good experience with it. It usually just makes me fat. And I, I adapt to it really quickly. I don't really get the pumps from it anymore. And he's like, okay, fuck it. Let's not do it then. And we just took it out. And
1: that's a brilliant mentality to have having a coach. And I think that someone that's that adaptable and is willing to work with you and not just stand and tell you, okay, you got to do this. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do that. I feel like that's not, I'm sorry, but it's a team thing. It's not just, you're not the boss and just telling me, oh, do this, do that, do that, and I run around doing it. You got to work with me. You got to, you know, i tell mm-hmm. you, look, if I use this, this is what I'm feeling back. You tell them, okay, that's right. Okay, cool. This yeah. doesn't work. Okay, let's switch, switch switch things around and find other ways. Yeah. And I think is that, that is what for me, I feel like is what makes a team. It's not just one person telling the other person doing. it. It has to be backwards and forward and giving you feedback and you telling me, okay, no, let's try it this way. You
0: I know? feel like if you have a coach yeah. that has that mentality, it's usually because oh. they had one client that did really well with that formula. And they've, so they appla- they've applied it to everybody. And that's the yeah. only way they know how to do it. They don't know. Yeah. And to me, that's Anything not a good coach. That's just somebody who's no. memorized the formula and they're passing it on. Yep. And, but every, yep. every, um, co- every good coach I've had, like, whether it was because I work with John, I work with Chris Asito, I work with Hani, I work with yep. Chad. I never asked Chad too much because back then I was so young, I just did whatever he told me. Yeah, but, but with Hani and Chris and and John, they were usually able to work around anything I wanted to. No,
2: that's cool. That's
0: know, really cool. I think that's really important. I think it's a, a good, yeah. good. I, point I
1: think up. that is very important. That yeah. is very important. I feel like, you know, as much as obviously we want to do whatever it takes to win, want to do whatever it takes to be at our best, at the end of it, it's still your body, and still your health, you're still responsible. You're still the one who's got to hold that to account at the end of it. So, yeah. if someone's going to tell you, okay, look, I want you to do this, and you got to ask them, look. Well, what's the reason behind that? They got to be able to explain to you, okay, it's because you're this and you need to get here. Yeah, you're too dry. You're not dry enough. You're not hard enough. You need to do this. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, I see. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. If you can't explain to me when I ask you a question, like, look, why, why are we doing this? And you say, oh, because that's just what it is. You just have to do it. I'm feeling like, do you really know what you're doing? I mean, seriously? Yeah. like, Yeah, you know? yeah. So I feel like you got to be able to tell someone, look, the reason I'm telling you to do this is because this is why, you know? So... so-
0: what are you going to do for the next week in this room by
1: yourself? Oh, man, I can't. coming into peak week. I mean, believe me, we said like last week, this week is going back, was going to be the hardest week of this whole thing because it was going to be one week where you got to keep your food training. You got, to, you got to hold your mentality together. You got to stay focused and not, you know, not fall into any deep down hole. If you can get back to that the second week, you know that the show is only towards the weekend. It's peak week. So that it will keep you focused. That will already will drive you. So I think I was this today, I've been so freaking happy. Because I'm like, yes, seven days. Yes, I did I've I mean, seven days. I'm yeah. like, you don't understand have it. Like, I've made a the worse, but surely it couldn't be. You've done a full week running. Surely it couldn't be any harder now. Come on. Is, you, it sure is around the corner. Dude.
0: Have you ever seen the movie Castaway?
1: oh yeah, yeah. That's, now, that's, that. that's, you know, that's exactly me when I right you got a, now, you got a volleyball like, there yeah. somewhere oh, I'll put a, put a face in a filthy shake bottle and say hey
0: <laughs> no because I
2: wonder,
0: I wonder I wonder like honestly man like I was when I was competing a lot I was really bad at yeah. like my mental I would I would I would get in my own head like before a show.
1: Yeah. oh
0: yeah and I wonder yeah. by yourself I'm not, I'm not trying to like Create anything, no, but like but it's true. when you're in, when you're by yourself in the hotel room for two weeks. Oh man, and, you know I know no, you do some, no. you do some cardio and you do some weight training, but honestly, oh, like but most of the time you're just sitting there. So I'm like, are you? Yeah. Is it just
1: oh, like a rolling? I'm just dist- I'm, dist- I'm doing whatever I can to stay distracted. I got my PlayStation here with me. Okay. I got everything, f- anything, books, audio books, everything, anything to stay away from my own head because okay. that's why I said like a few days. I was some yesterday. It was yesterday morning. I had a complete breakdown yesterday morning because really? you're in a hotel. You can't, you can't go. There's no decent lighting in here. Yeah. You can't actually. There's no decent light in front of a mirror. So I'm trying to have a look, okay, and record a video to show my God, I look this way. And I'm looking. I'm thinking, this looks like crap. Yeah.
2: And
1: I'm, 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 and it starts working in my head. And I'm thinking. That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. Right. That. Oh, this, that, is rubbish. Oh, this that, is rubbish. That
0: would fuck with my I'm, head,
1: like. Yep. Yeah. And my girl, she was on, She was on. I mean, think fact, this was early morning here, so it was more or less midnight. At home yeah. and in my head I'm thinking this is bull I, I can't do this I, this is I've, I've screwed up this it's just I don't know it looks rubbish it doesn't come for you and she got on the phone and she starts talking and she starts speaking to me and I said look don't just it's okay you, there's no way you would have screwed everything up this it's all right it's cool It's all right. mm-hmm. and she kind of talked me down for a while and by the time we got to the morning the sun came out natural lighting came into the room we stood there and, took the video, and she was like what the hell are you talking about yeah. And I looked look and I was like, yeah, okay, I see your point now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll just have it a moment with nothing else. Yeah. But it does. And I know it probably won't be the last time either. No. Because your mind, you really, and I'm trying my best, like, especially when I don't want to look myself in the mirror. Yeah. I don't want to know. Okay? Only it, the time where we know we have to check in officially. Yeah. I, don't I don't want to know. I don't want to see. Because you walk past, you, you know, full of, you can look in the me and go, oh, what the hell? What's that?" Uh,
0: I can't believe you're saying that. It's so funny you say that, dude, because what, you know, okay. So I, like, I used to mind fuck myself before a show. And what the way I learned not to do it was exactly what you just said. I would stop looking in the mirror. I would do my morning check-in with yep. my coach and then I would put my clothes yep. back on and that's it. I
1: don't I would- Exactly, exactly yeah. that. Just completely avoid everything to do with looking at yourself in the mirror. Don't do it. Just don't, just follow the work, everything. Don't yeah. look yourself in the mirror because yeah. if you do, you end up picking up flaws and you end up making that flaws three times as worse as they ever are. <laughs> and, you end up with, and you end up doing things to fix it that will make it even worse than you did. Yeah. And it will just it completely crush you. So it's like, yeah, you definitely mentally, especially when you're sitting on your own, you mentally... Just don't focus on it. Do anything else. Don't just yeah. focus on anything else. Just keep yourself in that point on. Just do the work and focus on something else. Yeah. So I think that is definitely what has been like this whole time. Is basically, look, you're doing your training. Do the training you can. Eat the meals. Stay away from this. Don't, 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 don't
2: Well, don't
0: do honestly, Samson, it's a super, It's a very, very inspirational story, man, from start to end. Mm-hmm. Like dieting the whole year and doing it with your girlfriend as a coach and fucking. Yeah. You know, traveling and quarantining for two weeks. I mean, the whole thing is like a movie, but uh <laughs> it's, it's impressive, man. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm rooting Thanks. for you. I mean, going through all you've Thanks. gone through, man, I'd love to see you win. It'd be great.
2: Thanks,
1: so, man. Thanks very much.
0: Man. You got another week to go. Maybe we'll check in with you. Yeah. Maybe we'll check in with you at the end of the week before the show and see how you're doing. Yeah,
1: that would be great, man. Definitely. I mean, it'd yeah. be like, I think, I think officially I get let out the... Thursday, midnight
0: Thursday. Oh, so you get a day before the show to go and like get to yeah, sure. yeah, yeah.
1: The, the show. the show is actually on Sunday. So I actually get two days before the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I go the, I'd actually go into a hotel that I can actually leave when I want. Which is like, yeah. oh my God. So, that, <laughs>
0: so on the Friday and Saturday, will you go do some cardio in a gym and train? I'll
1: go, to, like... go to the gym. I'll literally, I think at that point, I, I really want to just feel like, okay, I'm yeah. out. I'll, cause get back, you know, get that normal focus in there. Even I got to go get a pump up in the gym or something. Some, just official weights and stuff like that together. Mm. So even just mentally, to make me feel better mentally, you know. But I definitely want to get all that done on the on the Friday. And then Saturday, kind of rest up and say, okay, right. Tomorrow's the day. Okay, you ready for this? Let's, yeah. let's get your mind in the game. So right.
0: Listen, I don't want to keep you longer. It's been a while. But I, I do want to get you on again, because the one thing we didn't discuss is one of your main fortes, which is posing. And we never got to yeah. it. But it's it's been an hour and a half, and I know it's late there, so I don't want to keep you any longer. But when I get you back, we'll talk about it. And uh, listen, I appreciate you taking the time, man, and I wish you luck, and maybe we'll check in uh, before the show.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, brilliant, man. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very
3: much, man. Have a good night.
2: Uh, You too. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Okay, man. Bye-bye. Bye.